we open up today in the dark, dank cells somewhere underneath Evervale. Chains clink as they swing from the rafters above. I think we see a foot sort of uh, booted and uh, peeks from off screen as it kicks the chain above, sort of in this state of wonder and boredom. The camera follows the foot down to a cloaked person wrapped like a pile of discarded laundry on a thatched bed made for Jet. Jet, you are sort of kicking the chains that hang uh, low here. The chains are attached to a shackle that is then fastened to the wall. The shackles for arms are, uh, or for the wrists are uh, unused here as they are hung against a hook on the wall. A stench of old food blows through the corridor and through your cell. <laughs> As not many things can or have escaped from this cell before, but your hope is swiftly competing against that theory. It's been a while. Uh, it's hard to say. Time moves slow. It also sometimes moves fast down here. It's hard to tell how consistent your measurement of time can be and has been. What's going through your mind in this moment? When are they coming back? Who are they in this context? <sighs> The interrogator, the gods. Mm. I, I don't know how long I've been here, but it feels like I've been here almost as long as I've been outside. There have been several visits from guards. Uh, they come to change the bucket you use as a latrine, usually in threes, two to watch over and one to do the job. Um, every once in a while, a cloaked figure comes through the area. And you hear footsteps. They seem to be soft, not heavy clunks of booted, uh, heavy armored sworn, but the soft footsteps of someone with grace as 
and unbooted barefoot peeks from underneath the robe. You sort of follow the robe up. You notice the robe is, uh, the hood is donned over them. And you notice that they have a glimmering, shining uh, facial tattoos, concentric circles that sort of wrap and warp around their face and down their arms. Their shoulders and sleeves are also missing, uh, but the tattoos across their arms are not. The person you are looking at seems to be masculine underneath their robes, also uh, very fit. As you start to piece together recognition that you are staring at someone who has taken the monastic tradition of the grasp. As this person walks through usually once a day, um, I think you have seen them make this pass several times. It's almost as if it is more about uh, a warning than it is about them needing to do anything. They come through, they look, sort of inspect. Without a word or an, uh, an expression, you notice their eyes start to move around, of course, through this glowing light that usually uh, uh, licks through their eyes, much like a uh, escaping smoke from a candle being snuffed out. The glowing lights of their eyes under their robes start to just look and peer at you, peer at the cell, as if something is disturbing them. And then they continue their soft-footed pad down the hall, away from you. What does it feel like when this figure makes their approach? And what does it feel like? They do it daily. Um, it's almost though that you forget that it happens until they show up again, and a bit of surprise maybe, but also a bit of recognition that, oh yeah, I'm still here. But what is it that you are feeling or have felt when you noticed this person for the first time? That a, exactly. a uh, grasp, a uh, way of the grasp uh, has been watching over you, personally, it seems. <laughs> a, a, a grim anticipation. Mm. They're called the way of the grasp. I figure it's only a matter of time until they try and grasp me. I... I think in my mind, a number of things that they could possibly be capable of run through. They have fought one of their number before. They are incalculably powerful. Hmm. It can be, if trained correctly. The one that you have faced seemed to have a pretty unfortunate demise, considering their training was cut short. 
It would seem a bit hubris. obvious in, in retrospect. Go ahead. But only hubris was his demise. Had, had he not floated the way he did, we might have been on the other end of things. The figure then turns and walks away. I think their silent statement rings an echo through this chamber again, as it's meant to. You are left alone. <laughs> Is there anything... that Jet would feel to try to do while they are in this position? I think I know the answer, but I'm just want, I want to, um, I want to hear it from you. You put me in an awkward spot, having to read you reading my mind. However, me the DM of awkward spots. Indeed. However, during this time, I suppose I'm just trying to keep my mind off things. In the most quiet, I suppose I am just. Trying to imagine a place that is not here. With... With my friends. Make me an arcana check. An... Arcana check? Rolling. Seventeen. Interesting. Um, the, as you sort of breathe a sigh of relief and or maybe even a sigh of forlorn, um, as you remember your friends and you just try to keep your mind off of things, you know, that comfort sigh, not necessarily because you're sad about anything. I mean, you're sad about stuff, but it's not like a sigh of relief. It's a sigh of release. It seems like, um, where it's, it's meant to. The sigh of relief seems to be a comfort. Okay, everything is done. I'm comfortable now. But I feel like the sigh here is a sigh of your body trying to find comfort. Your subconscious looking for a reason that this could be a sigh of relief, if that makes sense. But nevertheless, you still sigh. And when you do, a deep breath kicks up some of the quantum wind that is the spell wind as it sort of... Let's you know that it is present. A reminder that it is always everywhere. Only those who are able to see it and able to utilize it can and see it can. As you visualize this wind for a moment, reminding you it's of its presence, you hear the vent that is nearby, 
the vent that is uh, looks like to anybody in the room, it looks like a window. But if you were to go toward it, you would notice that there is no uh, there is no outside beyond it besides uh, a cavernous uh, chamber that sort of reaches up towards the sky uh, or reaches up above towards a sliver of light. Not meant for looking, not meant for gazing, not meant to be a vista, but just meant for aeration. Uh, a vent here for the stench and the smell that could collect in one of these rooms and uh, could potentially be hazardous for those who are even visiting or for some of the, uh, the inmates here. But you hear a sound from that vent. Sounds like from... Sounds like a dancing of glass. You know this sound very well. As... As like a rhythm of something falling through this chamber. This, um, this void of spire, this um, cavern. Ding, 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 ding. As it's sort of, uh, you hear a clunk. As, as my face is cringing at the sound that this is not what it's supposed to be, but it sounds like uh, the bottle hits uh, some of the bars uh, as it sort of settles, still just outside of the cell. You. see on this ledge a bottle. Now, I'm going to send you something because we did speak about this, but a little bit of um, detail that I wanted to clarify here. Okay. So, uh, as you sort of look and sigh at what is ding, 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 this bottle that lands on the sill here, iron bars spaced apart where you would not be able to fit through, but the bottle maybe. There is another sigh, I think, and this is a sigh of defeat. As you look and see a bottle just on the other side of the bars. It is so close. Yet I it seems so far. Instinctually reach out to to grab the bottle then. I mm. as you do drop my arm. You reach out to grab the bottle, your sleeve falls for a moment. As you do, you realize the hubris in your uh, movements here as a, a sharp pain comes from where your hand would be as your sleeve rolls back and you are reminded of the pain and the defeat and what it is to be punished by the sworn. 
you mentioned uh, episodes prior that the sworn punishments fit their crime, and they found that here as well, as your sleeves fall back, revealing that one of your hands is missing, you go to reach with the other one instinctually as well, and the sleeve rolls back as well, and you're missing both of your hands. The bottle still sits on the sill. A sharp pain reminds you of this. A, um, a scar looks like it's been healed rapidly, not necessarily safely, but usually you know that to be uh, from your medicine and your training, that um, magical healing doesn't always not scar. It is a quick way of stopping bleeding, and it's a quick way of getting people back on their feet. Scars still can exist with improper healing. And yours looks like someone stitched and healed and left it. A large line. <laughs> yep, looks like a, uh, a like the stitched in, uh, rivulets sort of go uh, down your arm, uh, around your wrist or around where your arm or your hand would be. Um, dimpling, a dimpling reminder of what has happened. But a bottle still stands there. Um, I think at this point, the quiet, dull cell here is so quiet that a the dull, I'm sorry, the um, the sharp pang of these uh, of the bottle dancing down this cavern is enough to worry you, as uh, it's like. It's like being out on a starry night with no one around and uh, breaking a twig, and that twig being the loudest thing in comparison to everything else. Uh, breaking a stick or lighting a fire or anything like that is, is loud in comparison when there are no bats or there are no uh, carts or people nearby. Uh, that is the same as a spike of anxiety for a myriad of reasons starts to then uh, flow through your your face starts to get warm as you uh, start to think about how to <laughs> how to what I don't know how to how to get the bottle I suppose <gasps> okay um that being said you do hear footsteps loud boots seems to be sworn are on their way. I'm going to turn towards the wall and pretend I did not hear anything. Okay. I... Sworn... Uh, peeks around the corner. What's going on? You hear that? Hey! Huh? Uh... Yes? You hear that? I hear what's up. There was something that happened. Like, it was like a bottle or something. I, I don't follow. Give me a deception. Well, you? I don't know. I am very deceptive. 22. Wow. Um, uh, yeah, so for a moment, oh, fucking he curses under his breath toward you. Uh, and probably at you as he 
uh, brushes off and starts to then, what the hell, starts to look at around some of the other uh, nearby cells and starts to then, you hear doors open as he is, as he steps inside and starts to scan some things. There's still, you sort of glance back over and there's still a bottle just behind one of the bars. The glinting light from above seems to dance as if some movement from above this window or this vent sill uh, is happening above. I, I wonder how it got there. Although I'm not able to. Um, with the chain on my ankle, would I be able to get to the to the vent, to the grill? You. Yeah, yeah, you can you can make it to the to the window. Okay. Um, the chains on your ankles are just sort of your two feet together. You can shuffle around, uh-huh. but you can't run really. Okay. It's sort and of like the, running with your pants down. You could run for so long before you fall, and that's sort of. The am thing. I able and to we've see? All been there. Of course, mm-hmm. yes. Am I able to see the bottle? Mm-hmm. Is any part of it sticking out of the grate? Uh, in your direction, or in which in which great direction? Because in my direction, it, I cannot reach for it, but maybe I can. Yeah, grab yeah. it with my teeth. Right. Uh, as yeah, I think you'd be able to. So once once again, it's sort of picture a uh, like a, a fireplace or a chimney. It's sort of going up, and whatever this sort of jaggedy uh, vent is, just this uh, a uh, a cracked fissure that someone probably just haphazardly chipped away. So bouncing down onto the sill um, was this bottle. So uh, it's probably resting on the masoned part of the sill. You would be able to reach and get it if you had hands, or you, if you would like to another way, you could. It seems like however this bottle was delivered, they weren't thinking that far ahead, or that this was an issue, that this would be a problem, you know? Um, as it sort of sets there uh, and it sort of waits for something, as you do try to, is that what you were going to try to do? I was going to attempt to, if okay. there were no guards around. Yeah. Um, you hear for a moment, and I think you sort of wait for the guards to quiet down and to move on. I think one more time, good thing you did wait, uh, these, this uh, sworn guard comes by and... Nothing, right? Huh? Uh, no. Well, what do you mean? Oh, I must be going crazy. Uh, the sworn starts to... Well, starts to then walk away. We should all be so lucky. As now you're alone, and you feel it is comfortable to try. Without any sort of roll, um, you takes you a bit. It's really awkward, but you are <sighs> able to uh, somehow nuzzle or move or grasp the, uh, the bottle off of the sill with mm-hmm. your mouth. Okay. I think it uh, clatters uh, into my arms. I sit back down okay, to the hay. You sort of catch it in some of your robes to mm. silence it, and you sort of fall back and sit. Sure. And I 
get go back to where I was resting and I inspect it. What is it? It is a bottle with some liquid in it. Uh, the liquid seems to be refracting on the surface, much like, uh, I think, oil. Like, if you see oil in a parking lot, you know how it has that weird refraction of a rainbowy stuff? That sort of happens on the surface here, and sort of uh, also on the surface of the glass as you sort of swirl it around. It has a bit of a green, crystalline-type um, uh, hue to it, but the um, that silky refraction off of the uh, off of the surfaces are maybe more of a warmer orange as this just interesting it's, it looks a little putrid um, but it doesn't look it doesn't look poisonous at all it looks like this bottle is not meant to dip anything like most acid vials would this looks like a drinking potion of some sort DM, I am an alchemist. Do yes, I not? Uh, uh, would I be able to fathom what this might be? Yes. Um, you can. Um, I really don't need you to roll anything. Um, yeah, so as you, because you're Jet, you uh, know that this is a potion of. Wait a second, let me see how easy this is for you to recognize. I think you would. Yeah, this is uh, this is a potion of gaseous form. Oh. <laughs> but where? This is a trick. A trap. No. No. I. I. After, after all I've been through, and I don't trust. I don't trust this. This is too convenient. That's fair. I'm. I'm going to. I suppose hide it under this straw for now, at least. You try your best to stuff it. Some, with um, what you have left of your hands and your arms, you part some of the thatch away and roll it in, and and then position the, uh, the a straw um, or some of the clothing that you've been using as a um, as a pillow. And cover it. They're testing me. And I think we leave you here for a moment as you try to make sense of this. They're, they're testing me. Off, off toward the east, north of Dead Grove, maybe even 
across the waters from Cromore, just outside of Evervale. You all are making your way inside or around the coastline of the Sound, where uh, we first met you all. Just to your east and south a little, you can see a rubbled wheel. The crevice just underneath some rocks has spilled out into this area recently as you're all sort of dusting your way through, uh, dusting your way off as you crawled through or made your way through this tunnel. Um, you are now in this sound as you sort of look around Evervale, or at least the sound of Evervale, just towards your southeast is a broken, or you would imagine, a broken water wheel and the large crank that it would, uh, that would be using, would be useful here. Uh, a large difference between the sound now and what you saw before is there are boats that are packed across the waters here as if trade has been held up, as if uh, merchants have been trying there to make their way across through the Jade Sea, but the only land bridge uh, with any passage has been blocked for months, which it has been. As you start to make your way out, it is dark enough. The uh, moon has, looks like Geolune has set. There is nothing but darkness and lit torches in the distance on some of these boats, but more, more so uh, toward the busier docks of Evervale as you crawl out of this. I, it seems like there is a boulder right in front of this crawl space that has led you here. It seems like Scars was correct. A small etching or, uh, I'm sorry, a small engraving on the rock in front of you as you sort of face through this area. Uh, Ty has the entente E on it, signifying that. Likely in safe hands. Right then. This was the right place. You want to have a look around, or you want me to do it? Get to lay the land first. Uh, I can do it. Might be better to uh, save some of the power in my armor. I'm going to have to disguise myself. I'll have a look about. I um, I'm gonna skitter off and look uh for. First, just check that we're alone and that there isn't any obvious scouts or or uh, enemies or you know some sort of watchtower or something like that. Sure. And then uh, secondarily, I want to figure out where to go next, how to get in there. Yeah. The feather, for those the uh, who are interested, the feather is where they are, just uh, south or east, southeast, 
is uh, where Walden is, and they could sort of see through the haze, and or where they would see through the haze, and they've recognized this area as that where that is where Walden would be. Um, so that is sort of where they are right now. So you are doing what again? I'm sorry, time. You're going to go check, take a look at. You do a little scouting. Yeah, pretty much. I want to okay. know where where to go. Sure. And if there's anything. Sure. Bad. Yes. Well, the obvious thing is it's all bad. There can be anybody watching at any moment, but uh, you are trying to figure out what the next path is. Uh, go ahead and make me a survival, I guess. Yeah, probably a survival. 19. 19. Okay. As, um, uh, yeah, as you sort of quickly look and take in the surroundings, um, and see that there is uh, footpaths that sort of lead up toward the up toward the docks. Um, as you sort of scout ahead, you also notice that uh, the docks do reach down toward this way. Um, a lot of them have boats now docked up to them, as if this would be the waiting area. Uh, or the marina for this uh, for this canal. It's pitch black. It's, like I said, it you won't people can't see much unless they could see in the dark. Uh, or but to the human eye, they wouldn't be able to see much here. Uh, nor you, as you feel a little bit confident of this area. The I think what sort of catches your eye is someone whoever it may be, didn't do a great job covering their tracks here, passing by. Maybe they were in a hurry, or they didn't care. They felt a bit sloppy. Um, as you can piece together that these footprints will duck underway just up ahead. There is a marina that is being used. There is a lantern that is lit, hung on the boat nearest you indicating someone is either inside or nearby. If you can pass just beyond this boat, there's... You could feel, with about a 19 out of 20 confidence, that you would be able to hide from everyone else at this marina under these docks. It is pitch black under those docks. Uh, the boat is, is what, like a small thing or like a huge... This, the boat is like about... Yeah, it's, a, it's like a small trading fishing vessel. Uh, so it is it has uh, two floors. The top, of, the top floor has where the uh, captain would be and a lot of the workers as well. Um, but it doesn't look like there are many workers. There is a small uh, bed and uh, someone looks like they are still awake and they are reading something as if they're on their back reading before bed. Um, there, are, there is no other crew. Uh, and the bottom floor has a small bed for cargo and then also a, a large closet that would feed underneath the larger, um, or the, underneath the room above, probably for uh, storage or to keep things cold and fresh, probably like a fishing vessel. Okay. 
Um, and this is just traders. This isn't necessarily like sworn. There are, uh, as you look around, there are no sworn in the vicinity. So yeah, you would, and, and, and as you recognize these boats or you try to identify these boats, there are none that you've recognized before. And they look like that they are probably just regional traders. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I head back to the others and sure. point in the direction of the docks. Right, we want to go down there. There's one boat in the way. We might have to sneak past. Beyond that. You see an easy way to do that? Uh, for me, yeah. For you two, I'm not sure. Okay. I mean, we could try and just act casual, keep a distance, or uh, stick to the shadows. Depends who's on the boat. they got lanterns, so they probably can't see in the dark. Now, I'm assuming that Varsha and I both would understand where Jet would be if he wasn't in Stormford. Yes? Yes. Okay. Yes. And where um, is that in relation to where he, we are? He, he, that would be... Uh, that would be under the... That would be under the tower. There is a tower in the middle of Evervale. Very large spire with a large tooth of Geoloon, a large spike of uh, cosmic energy, always sort of glinting and radiating the night sky here. Uh, you can see it from where you are. Uh, it's just in the center. There is, of course, looming in the back, the castle. But uh, this, this tower, the spire, has been either sunken through time or during the sundering. It's hard to say when, but the bowels of the tower have been utilized for a makeshift prison for those who are ready to be shipped toward Stormford is probably where you would say that they are. You see where that large tower is with the jewel up above, Ty? Yeah. Jet's underneath that. Do we know any other ways in? Oh, can I make a roll? Yeah. <clears throat> I assume I can as well. Yeah. Okay. Is that this history, history? This will be history. Advantage or normal? This will be, if you both want to roll, you can, but... Do you want to roll with advantage? I feel like you would probably know more than I would. There you go. Or you can do that. Yep. It's probably so. a good idea. Okay. 
another way in to the tower. <sighs> it's a 15. Mm-hmm. It is a 15. Um, it is pretty well guarded, especially if there's, if they are, if there are people that if it's being occupied, it's going to be heavily guarded. When isn't it occupied? When there isn't, isn't somebody in that they, um, it's going to be around the clock, uh, guarded. But as for ways into Evervale, um, you could, you could take the, the docks or, or potentially the way that Ty is thinking. Um, you could also sneak in. You have an idea? Well, I just, I think we mean more is the only way to get down to where Jet is to walk in through the front door and then go in through, right? you know, the main building or is there like another entrance that's a bit more discreet? What do we roll? We roll 15. Do the cells, are they built into the cliffside? Yeah. Uh, the cells are not built into the cliffside. They, however... Holy shit. Uh-oh, I think I came up with an idea. I also came up with an idea. What's your idea? It doesn't have to do with moving Earth? Uh, no. Okay. I like both of these ideas and where they're going. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, what's your idea? I gotta check on something first. Move Earth is only five, five feet, so I would need somebody else that could do it with me so we can move 10 feet at a time. And one person, Ty, could literally just move forward and not die slowly and tunnel his way through. <laughs> Fucking horrific. Let's hope you're not claustrophobic. Mm. Can't do that. Ah, uh, no. Can't do it. Mm. That's a bummer. That is a bummer. As far as the spire goes, you were never trained in another way to go in, um, indicating there probably isn't. Usually a procession of the prisoner will then be made from the spire down the streets onto the ship to then be loaded over to Stormford through the sound. Whether or not the sound is backed up right now, it is hard to tell, but that would be the reason. Likely, logically, that could be the reason why Jet could still be here. Because the sound is completely blocked up by merchants and traders because the canal from episode two has been clogging up trade. Well, I don't really know of any other way to get in. We'll have to come up with some kind of plan to get in. There's the obvious way. The hard way. 
This will probably get us and Jet killed. There's the quiet way. Where we try and do things as stealthily as possible. There's the way where we make a distraction. Try and sneak in. Or... There are people that remember... What I said when we left and sworn. People that might be thinking about all the things that we've done. The propaganda. If we try to use if we try to use magic or anything like that, I'm worried what might happen. Probably have wards. You think it's all magic? Including void magic? I don't know. Right. There's another way in. Maybe. Uh, Ty, you know of a location inside Evervale? Getting there may be hard. A network... with... the... center of this web potentially being a tavern has been cut off from use. You remember it being relatively close uh, in the, I believe it is the Noble's Circlet. Is the neighborhood? We'll double check. The Royal Circlet. And this tavern is what? It's got a, uh, a, a contact or a, a an actual physical network of like underground tunnels and shit. When you say network. Mm-hmm. Let's go with the second one. You know it to be known as the World or Tavern. Huh. Um, am I aware of the tunnels potentially going under this tower? Give me... Give me a history. 
11. Not that you recall. But if you want in, that'd be the best way in. As far as oh, getting to the tower. Right. So that one's a little bit different. This is in to where, sorry? Into Everville. We, into the Royal right. Circlet. Into a uh, district uh, or a uh, borough known as the Royal Circlet, which is where um, a lot of uh, nobles would live and lords of... Right, the World of Tavern isn't in the Royal Circlet. I have to go to the... We'd go to the World of Tavern and that would take us to... The World of Tavern is just outside of the Royal Circlet. It is one right. of those, like, pop-up taverns that shouldn't be in a place. Actually, no, I'm sorry. You're right. It is. It's in the, uh, it's in the hooks uh, because it is meant, it is left there as a sign. It is in the hooks. Yeah. Which is the docks, which is nearby. Sorry, I'm just me placing, yeah. piecing it all together in my brain as we're playing. It's surprising to me, too. <laughs> um... So yeah. these two are coming up with a magical option. Potential, yeah. The, but, but um, not you are a conclusion, so in the hooks, this yet. essentially. This is a reaching in a, uh, a barbed uh, landmass of docks that sort of come out, and it's full right now of traders, um, and also uh, it looks like it's packed. Um, like during the day, it looks like this place would probably be swarming with people, um, which is... A good and a bad thing. Um, uh, as for now, it's on the busier side. It's sort of like um, if you were to go and spend an evening in a really large city, um, and you didn't want to meet up with your, you didn't, there are people you didn't want to see. There's a good chance you probably won't see them. Um, but there are tons of people nearby um, that are in and out. There is drinking happening just up ahead in some of these taverns. But the one that you no, uh, well, is the Worlder Tavern, which has been left as a statement just on the border of the Hooks and Evervale proper. While they're talking, I'm pacing up and down a little bit, I think. Sure. While they're planning. Yeah, I don't know if it's worth the risk. I mean... I could try it, but then it would give away our position. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I've never seen, <clears throat> really, I've never seen the magical protections in there or anything along those lines. I just, I don't know what to expect. I don't know if I walk in with the disguise, if my disguise will break down. Do it old school then. Yeah. Proper disguises. Sneak in, fight our way through if we need to. Yeah. There's also going to be the issue of just walking around town. Well, How are we going to get disguises? No, disguises is easy. You pilfer them off of a washing line or nick them off the back of one of these boats or a cart. I mean, my armor can fold up in about, it can unfold itself in about uh, six seconds or so. 
But, uh... I've... Varsha and I have been around this place quite a bit. Yeah, me too. Bound to be a lot of people that recognize us. Well, uh... I can probably get us as close as the Royal Circle. That's a good start. Yeah. We'd only have to make a quick dash from there. How do you propose doing that? There's a, uh, a tavern just over there. That's where I was born. The world, uh, belonged yeah, to me, you know, uh, it. belonged to me, old man. I mean, mother. That's how we got into this mess. Well, maybe not Lorcan. Not my dad neither, I don't think, no. They burned it down, didn't they? Your lot. Because they were after Lorcan. He came in. Visit his brother. Swan came after him. Burned the place down. Arrested me dad. Lorcan's convinced he's dead now. Anyway, that's where Lorcan found me. Swaddled up. Of course they said it was the wizard what did it, didn't they? fucking spelking but they did it anyway that don't matter underneath it bunch of tunnels go down through the old cellars we've used them a few times great what are we waiting for well I was waiting to see if you came up with a better idea than that your idea is safer and uh Smith and I can sit here and think of many different magical ways to try to do it, but that takes time and it's risky and I'm so worried about Jet that I think I'm going to make a mistake if I try to plan something strange. So, tried and true. Yeah. Right. Uh, a bit late, but I'll meet you there. I can See go if we can get some disguises first. I'll do that. I'll go and pinch him. I'm less likely to be seen. I know where yeah. to go. You, uh, when you get there, the alleyway on the side of the sign, go down that bunch of rubble and shit at the back, climb up it. There's a window. It looks like it's barred up, but it ain't really. You can move the bars up. You can creep in on the top floor, but watch your step. It's a it's still a shithole in there. I might be able to rig something up if we need to climb. So what? what is the plan? You are heading off to... You're splitting up here? 
I'm gonna go and steal some disguises off the back of carts and where and boats and shit around here. Cool. And you're all gonna meet up. And we're gonna meet at the welder, yeah. Great. Okay. As we I thought you were like, I'm gonna go over to the tower, see ya. And I was like, well, hold on. Alright, so yeah. No. Um uh as I'm you the thief. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna go a thief. Uh yeah, as I'll you do the thing that I should be doing. Mm-hmm, that you made the character for. Uh as you uh sneak off into the evening and sneak off into the darkness just up ahead, utilizing some of those docks uh, and the shadow from the docks to cover your footsteps. We're going to switch back over to Jet. Jet. Yes. It's been about an hour or so since you uncomfortably stashed this bottle. You think it's been an hour. It's hard to say. It's been, it feels like. One week. As you slowly toss and turn, pain juts up your wrist. (laughs) Awful reminder. You also hear another sound, a clatter from above, dances down the... The, the vented shaft. Ding, 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 ding. You look. Looks like it's a stone. Now it's stone. I wait for a moment to see if anything, any gods come to the noise. No guards. This is not as loud as the bottle. This is probably a small pebble. But it was still enough for you to notice. since You were sharing the same space as the sound. But down the hall and stuff, it probably bounced off and drowned in the space. But at least you see this pebble. And then another one. I wait for another. Some time passes. Another one. At this point, I think there's so many things running through my mind right now. I, I, I don't know what that is. I'm scared to be tested by these people <laughs> again. I <sighs> I should call out for the gods. I should. <sighs> Shouldn't I? Make me an insight. 
18. No. You shouldn't. <laughs> At least that's what you feel. I understand. The, I think as you sat and waited for that third one to drop, I think that was maybe your excuse to try to make sense of it all. Uh, if, this, if, there are another, if another one drops and this person's trying to get my attention, another one drops and this is not a, this is intended. And then another, and then another stone dee -dee -dee -dee, dropped as if they're trying to get your attention, whatever it may be. In the time you've been here, this has never happened. No. It is more than passing strange. But I don't know, um, how would I even re respond? The bottle they gave me, was there anything in it, um, on it, inscribed, a uh, paper, a, a note, a letter? Or am I to trust this potion? Make me an investigation as you inspect the bottle. A 22. Um, you uncork the bottle. And on the bottom of the cork, there is a <coughs> folded... Hold on, I have to rephrase how this is. There is a... Um, in the cork, I think, is... Um, rolled up around the seal of the cork and also um, uh, and also the lip of the bottle and also the cork I think is sort of holding this rolled up piece of scroll as you um, undo the cork you see that it's sort of uh, as it's sort of as you're able to uh, maybe with your mouth take it out of the of the neck you see that it sort of unrolls itself and as it does it says, drink this and follow me. Oh, it's me. But it's written in horrible handwriting. Blocky, that makes uh, square type, a lot of angles on the face. But as you read it, you do recognize that that's what it would say if it was meant to be common, which it looks like it does. Okay. Uh, I hate to be obtuse. Mm -hmm. mm. So it is not an entente thing, then. There is no insignia, no inscription, nothing. No insignia. And I have to just trust whoever this is inside. <laughs> hmm? <sighs> I'm sorry. I waited. I think I'm going to... I'm going to drink the potion. Do I die? You die. Um, as you uh, as you uncork the potion, the potion's already corked. You then probably think this. I'm sorry, I waited. And then you just uh, you 
trying. You fumble for a moment, but you're able to latch your mouth around the uh, the, the the neck of this uh, bottle and then throw it back uh, as it just empties into your throat. Um, you are able to, for a moment, start to burp, and then a large burp, and as you do, it sort of uh, your body turns into a mist, a coalescence uh, of vapor and uh, sulfur, like that smell of sulfur as you and you are now in a gaseous form. I've always wondered how this one worked. Bottle breaks as it lands onto the ground. You can move very slowly, but you can pass through things as if you were a cloud of vapor. I try and filter through the vent. Sure. As you start to like hexes peel apart uh, the cloud that you are uh, that, that makes you the cloud chasing your movements as you catch up with yourself undulating up through this uh, chamber and this through this like uh, this geo vent as you make your way toward the top here outside of uh, this uh, outside of in the open it is daytime Geolune is probably just past its zenith. Uh, you uh, start to see that there is uh, several people out front, guards, also a market um, that has just sort of been thrown together, almost like um, like a farmer's market of any sort of metropolis, um, where uh, it, there is a swath of people trying to uh, sell their wares. There are tons of sworn through the area as they, uh, as people are playing music and checking in with the guards. The guards, it almost seems like every, uh, every block there's two or three of them um, and not beyond 50 feet of one another. As they are, are constantly checking in with one another, you sort of sail through this, um, or peel through this vent here. Um, the, uh, as you pass through in this figure that was standing by this vent, starts to then turn and walk as it started, you see that the face starts to make, uh, um, face contact with you as you realize, uh, as you are, uh, sort of, uh, going through this area that, um, the figure that is uh, leading you through seems to be masked with metal. Their hood is up, and they are stout as they start to waddle like a dwarf uh, through the crowd, and they every once in a while turn in your direction and hope you are following. Um, and they then disappear, and they reappear in the distance as you start to chase this figurine or figuring this figure as it makes their way through this crowd. The crowd uh, peels apart at one moment, a couple blocks away from your exit. There is a large crowd of people nearby, and it looks like there's an event happening. 
There is a large marble block in the middle of what looks like to be a courtyard. It is stained like rust would have stained um, an old joint of a uh, windmill. Uh, how like the braces would would weep uh, like a rust stain across. That is the same here, but in the indent of this worn stone metal, or I'm sorry, this uh, marble block. And as you as you fly through in this form, you you stop and you turn and you look and you see that it looks like that there is someone uh, speaking of uh, uh, what's the what's the word uh, speaking of betrayal uh, and I'm blanking on the word um, treachery as a well-decorated sworn is brought forward. Looks like they are in their small clothes. Their helmet is rested right next to them as they are thrown onto the block with other sworn nearby. This uh, large plumed, uh, like a peacock of a helmet is uh, rested next to them. It's turned toward them uh, as their shoulders and their chest is pressed up against the uh, this this rock with the indentation and the weeping rust as you start to put together that this is an execution block as this well-decorated sworn member is being put to some sort of execution. They throw down this person. Uh, this person, their dark hair is sort of um, uh, tattered. It looks like uh, it is unkept now. It was once tied as uh, someone nearby uh, screams of treachery, heresy, uh, and lack of faith in the God King. Uh, as, as you turn and look to see where this figure is walking, they are not in the area. You take a moment to search and find them. You do, but with one glance back through the area, you see in the distance the headless body and weeping off of this uh, stone block is the blood of whoever this officer, this high-ranking soldier may be. You follow this figure down an alleyway. Uh, the, you see bars on the window and the this dwarven-looking statured person with their iron mask sort of looks towards you and they lift up these bars and they hop out onto some sort of second floor. You punch through the barred window here as they sort of slide it down and you chase them through. They, in this darkness, the light from Gialoon piercing through some of the windows and the boarded windows here and uh, you see charred floors, as far as the eye can see, uh, piles of uh, rubble and charcoal, probably meant where uh, tables were once. And the dwarf takes down their hood, they have an iron mask still, and then they nod at you. And that is where we're going to take our break.
We'll be back, everyone, in just a moment. Search your feelings. Your ideals live within you. Let them burn as bright as a star in the vastness of space. Long, long after I am gone, I hope my ideals will burn just as brightly as a guiding star for you, my Padawan, and that they guide you to greater ideals that you might in turn leave behind your own ideals to guide the next generation I sense our darkest night is still yet ahead of us before we see the end of this war let those ideals guide you be a beacon through these dark times for after every long, dark night, there will always be a bright new dawn. There is balance in all things. Always. And of course, if in doubt, trust the Force. apprentice was indeed in the room, it seemed almost as if the mage was speaking to himself. The fireplace crackled and snapped, full of fresh logs the boy had practiced on earlier that very day. The mage was sitting at his desk, hunched over some parchment and books, carefully scribing something with ink and quill. It was originally known as the Etherphone, and it's an instrument controlled without physical touch. Do on sense the position of your hands and control the oscillators for the frequency. Sound is created by finding the perfect relation from your hands to the rods. Now when you learn to play the theremin, they teach you specific hand gestures and finger positions for each note. And technically you don't need these gestures, but it makes it easier to be precise each time. This is the same for somatic and verbal components, or any other tools we use. Like your staff there. At this, he lifted his quill slightly, turning to the side to peer at the boy over the rim of his glasses. Do you understand? Good. Ty, 
you sneak off ahead. To grab disguises? Is that what's happening? I'm going, yeah, thieving. Going thieving, okay. Uh, go ahead and make me a, where do you go first? Um, I assume that this is a relatively populated area. What time it is, is it? Yeah. I know it's dark, but it's dark. Is, it, uh, is there still a market or anything like that? Or Yeah, I think people I are closing down. Warehouse? I think things are closing down. People are getting ready for bed. Not many people stay Perfect. up late here because, um, uh, why, why would you back then? Um, you know, back then in history, like this is a historical game. Um, but anyway, um, you wouldn't, re you, you, there are markets that are breaking, that are breaking their days down, right? They're getting ready for bed. The person that was on that fishing boat, uh, was reading before bed. So I think it's like around that time where people are going to sleep. Um, but it is not pitch black 3 a.m. dark. This is my favorite time to steal from a market because it is the point where they no are watching. loading up yeah. their wagons and carts and breaking down their stalls. Mm -hmm. And they're and worried about breaking time, down their stalls and getting out of there than watching the product. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And that is what I'm sure looking for is a clothing stall. One that sells um, cloaks, robes, scarves. Clothes. Like sure. Clothes. Yep. And... and and scarves. Okay. Uh, so, that is uh, easily <laughs> easily found as um, it, it takes a l longer than you wanted it to. Uh, you thought it would be an in and out sort of thing, but uh, you start to uh, weave through some markets. You look around and you start seeing um, uh, some familiar wares. I wouldn't say familiar faces, um, but as you sort of look through uh, and you're reminded of uh, the markets of Evervale and what they could be like. Um, and you are also greeted with the information that's, that there are people who are loading up. So you start to make your way back uh, toward the outskirts of the market, not right going through the, through like the main drag of where people would be, but sort of where they'd be loading up. Uh, and that's when you do see uh, a clothing rack of scarves and a tree full of scarves I think um, that looks like someone loads in this tree that's like nailed to some sort of uh, large piece of wood um, that is like sort of the base and they just hang their scarves on it. Uh, the, right now they're taking the scarves off uh, and uh, there is a branch nearby um, that seems to have some sort of uh, two legs of two probably hewn pieces of wood holding a gnarled branch. On that gnarled branch there are um, other facets of clothes, but this person is trying to undo all of, like, and throwing over their shoulder all of these uh, scarves and dropping them on a table and then just doing this monotonous task of trying to undress this tree uh, as you are approaching. Yeah, I'm uh, just walking around casual as you like, and mm -hmm. then at the moment that she uh, turns her back and ideally gets um, yeah. distracted in some way. I will sure just grab a handful of stuff. 
you'll swipe some things. Cool. Go ahead and give me a uh, a, a, th a ties a thief check. Ties a thief check. Fourteen. Okay. Fourteen. Is that a plus nine? Wow. It's a plus okay. nine. Wow. All right. So, um, yeah, you are able to. Uh, I think you do grab some. Um, she turns and she looks for a moment as she places some more scarves down, but realizes that she may be missing more than she just placed. And she takes a moment to sort of look at the tree and look back at this and then sort of in this bewilderment. And I think that's when you disappear um, as you make your way back to your friends. Well, it wasn't mm -hmm. flawless, but you got, it got the job done. I don't think anything I do is flawless when I have to go to the Walder. Fair, that is fair. As you approach your friends, uh, both Varsha and Smith, what are you doing at this moment as Ty is off doing their thing? You're making your way over to the Walder, correct? Can I throw them their cloaks? Yes. Yeah, as you... Uh, I think you meet back up. It was probably on the way how about that you have to go through that the alleyway yeah oh so okay so we're all together heading sure, to yeah. the let's do that yeah you meet pub. in the alleyway um as that alleyway right before that barred window that's where you are sorry yeah yes you and uh you go ahead and you pass them their cloaks and scarves mm-hmm cloaks and robes the clothes i would also have a different very different face, mm -hmm. um, rather pointed nose and um, rather angular features, and mm -hmm. um, I'd be walking a bit more upright. Okay, so you see Varsha, and you see this other guy, you assume. Varsha and Iridir, I think, is who I see, apparently. <gasps> Sounds like him. <laughs> My heart. I assume that the person standing next to Varsha yeah. is uh, Smith, so... Smith would probably have given you a sign or a wink or whatever Smith does to let you know. Yeah. I've seen him do this enough times. Uh, throw, you throw. Know, the normal thing. Okay. Aren't we heading in? Yeah. Yes, I believe this will work. Yeah, climb up that. You two can go first. Okay, I'll go first. I climb up. Was your passive perception, Ty? 21. Perfect, thought so. Um, you hear a from inside, like if, like a um, uh, like a chair is moving. Hold up. I freeze. I l let me go first. And I, as quietly as possible, push past them. There's probably no. some... <laughs> rubble Sorry. <laughs> and uh then i angle the uh the, the wooden um paneling or whatever's in the way and move my way in through the broken window that was boarded over and i want to i'm i'm gonna go in as quietly as i can okay give me a stealth 
17. Okay. I give them like a shh symbol as well as I sneak in. I'm expecting this to be either other Entente members or just like kids messing around. Yeah, I'm not right. actually expecting this to be sure. anything. This is, a, this is a test that all my best friends have to go through. Yeah, we've got to spend uh, a night in the world. Or, yeah. yeah. Those weird things. Yeah. Uh, I'm not expecting it to be like sworn, so I'm not really like approaching with like knives out here or anything. But I do want to just check. Okay. As you make your way in, it's eerily quiet, and Jet, I need you to make a stealth? Yeah, make me a stealth check. It then. Okay. Um, I think you hear breathing. Um, staggered breathing. It sounds like someone's hiding, and they're, but their adrenaline is keeping them from controlling their breath. Um, like, um, much like probably a child who would be sneaking around inside the worlder. Um, and knowing that they're about to get caught or trying to hide, right? They're, they're untrained, but you can definitely hear the, the staggered, they're trying to stay hidden behind a half-burned doorway here. It's, there's char going up, up it, uh, and it seems to be split as if uh, the, the, whatever was holding the bond, uh, the pitch maybe that was holding the wood planks together have burned first and it's starting to warp. Uh, as a split is the charred split of this door is sort of reaching in both ways. It, the door is closed, but that just beyond that is where you hear this staggered breathing. Hmm. Right. Uh, pretty hard to stay quiet in here because the whole place is falling apart. But I'm still going to try and sneak up to that doorway, and then. As I get to the door, I'll open the door really quickly. Okay, as you go to open the door, the door opens, and sort of cowering, their hood up, sleeves covering their wrists, is Jet, Jet. The door opens suddenly, and the sworn have found you. The door opens. Jet. I don't react. Jet. I don't trust what I'm seeing. Ah, oh, wait. Who are you? I pull out a knife. I don't respond. Come on. Who are you? Drop the spell. Okay. 
you are going to do what you are going to do, then please just do it. I ain't gonna hurt ya. Now look at the knife. Just in case. I look down. I ain't in the business of killing Spellkin. Then why am I here? To me, whatever spell you've got going on, you look like someone very close to me. Is that right? Smith and Barsha make me, me off. Make me a perception. You don't want to piss me off. Thank you. I am done with tests. I refuse. Right. This ain't no test, okay? If you drop the spell, I, I can help you. I can take you somewhere safe. I have heard that one before. Not again. Trust me. It's safer than this place. No one will find you there. Good sir. What spell? And I lift my hands. Oh, oh, what remains of them? I put the knife away. Look. I ain't gonna hurt you. Right? Then what do you want? My name is Typhair Veridis. Okay. <laughs> My name is the God King. <laughs> I can help you. I've helped others before. We're in the business of uh, getting you out of here. All right. Just explain to me why it is that you look like someone I know. And, and who is this person you know? Like I said, a very good friend of mine. If you are who you claim to be, and tell me this, when, when you were nine, what did you call that swan god? When I was nine. Yes. Who are you? My hand goes back down to the knife. <laughs> you would know 
I have on one of the rings, right? Yes. Uh, you tell me. Tell you what. The name of the god. I do not know the name of the god. Ever been to a place called Nine Years? I have before, yes. But I believe. That that is not where this ratchet's cunt was. How is this possible, Jack? What are you doing here? What happened to you? <laughs> I don't know. This moment, I was. Time, make me a perception. Please go ahead. Continue the scene. A moment I was with you all. Then I was taken away. I don't know how long I've been away for. Most of it has been under questioning, under spells. <laughs> but today the, somebody dropped a potion down the chutes, down the vents. And I took it. And now I'm here. How did you know to come here? I followed somebody. Who? I look around. And they're not here. It's at this point you hear a chain dragging um, behind you, uh, Ty. Um, sounds like it's dragging something heavy. As, uh, Life out. I spin back. Of course. I start moving backwards towards Jet. Of course, as you start to move back towards Jet, you start to you see uh, that there is this uh, cloaked dwarf. Um, has an iron mask and a flail. Uh, looks like the flail is uh, sheets of stacked metal that have been bolted uh, through, and it's sort of just dragging the flail as it sort of uh, approaches. Easy. I don't know who or what they are. Yeah, don't worry. It's us, Jet. We're all here. Who are you? So it pangs a stubby finger on the iron, the iron uh, mask. How do you know this place? Starts to then uh, hold its two fingers towards the eye holes of the mask. 
and then it starts a series of hand motions. Anything I recognize? Give me insight with advantage, because you know thieves can't, correct? Because yeah. of that that lost class of yours? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So 23. That's a, a 23. Um, you start to interpret that he is signaling with one hand. It's hard to sort of pick up, because usually you need two hands to sort of have any of this, uh, this, this sort of uh, language to be a little bit better communicated as the dwarf's stubby fingers start to uh, spell out that he has, that this is, this is a place of respite and history. How do you know of this place, is what he asks. Uh, I, my hand with the knife, I pull the sleeve down to reveal the Entente tattoo. It's sort of the head falls back in recognition. You um, stay there. The, you're to, to, to me. To the dwarf. Yeah. I turn back to Jet and kneel down next to him. The, right. the flail is still drug behind. It doesn't look like it's in any sort of... Uh, it, it looks like it's in a, a sweep attack would be maybe his next as he's just still sort of holding that out but he has a hand up ready to talk it seems i got one eye on him but yeah yeah you're doing this you're, you got this the the sweat this the flipped eye um filter going the, on. The yeah, filter on yeah great uh but i lean down next to jet listen i don't know what the fuck they did to you but we're here we came to get you okay <sighs> What do you mean, how? I don't know. I don't know. How is any of this possible? I don't know. We'll get to the bottom of it, okay? We're, uh, we're good here. We're safe. I'm we'll gonna go get Varsha. Okay. And Smith. Should I, should I come or should I wait? No, wait there. Okay. I'll bring him in. This is probably the safest place for now. Okay. You're good, alright? You're safe. Okay. All right. Thirty seconds. So. I'll be back. Seconds. And I. You'll be back. Start moving towards the dwarf, or what I assume to be mm -hmm. the dwarf mm -hmm. man, or mm -hmm. short man, or child. <laughs> and I say, right, you. I'm gonna move past you to that window over there. Two people are coming in. You don't do anything dodgy. We don't do anything dodgy. Understand? This man behind me, a very good friend of mine. Two Did you help fingers him? are held together. Did you bring him here? A nod. Right. Yeah. And I dash over to the window. But I'm still kind of doing this quietly because really we don't want anyone on the street to right. know that we're here. So everything I'm doing is in as yeah, much of a hush. As far time. as we know, the Walder, the um, the Worldler Tavern is a burned down building that has been essentially roped off. So people could still pass right by it. There's still markets and streets nearby that are. But it is this monument of don't don't fuck with the God King or we'll burn your house down. 
uh, and that's sort of here. And you, and this sort of is happening while day is, con or no, I'm sorry, while um, evening is happening. So there's probably, uh, there are no horses, there are probably one or two people passing by, um, but as that is the scene. Sorry, go ahead as you pass by uh, the, uh, I think the dwarf is holding a lot of the space for you to pass by and they step toward where their flail is sitting. Without moving the flail to where they are, they instead let you pass by on their left side if their right hand is still holding the, the flail. As they don't do anything crazy, I rush past them to the window yeah. and quickly lift up one of the boards. Asha, Smith, quick. What took you so long? He's in here. They start climbing in immediately. Who's in here? Jet. Jet's what? here. I know. How? And then I rush, I rush back about? the road. I'm already moving backwards because I told you I wouldn't leave him for longer than 30 seconds. 25. I follow him immediately, obviously. I rush in and 27. skid and slide next to him into a, you know, kind of a hunched position, just straight past the dwarf again. Yeah, this, this a small stocky figure with an iron mask, not unlike the one you saw the scars wear, uh, sort of uh, cowers away as uh, Ty rushes by and then sort of turns and looks at the two of you uh, coming in as well. You also now get to see the same, uh, that same flail. Looks like a bolt is going through it, uh, a shoddily made uh, uh, ramshackle of a weapon as these uh, chains, handmade chains, obviously, uh, go towards this bolt and then a stack of uh, square metal pieces are bolted through with this chain just sort of held there as this, for all intents and purposes, looks like this leather-clad rogue or someone from the Entente is in front, but they have this large flail and this iron mask and a hood that creeps up uh, just un from underneath the armor. Finally made. I past them armor, immediately and yeah. just and get to back to Jet. Yeah. Right, we're all here. I, here look, I'm Jet. very much not. I'm Violet. keeping quite the eye on this of course. thing. Of course. I'm staring it down. I click my fingers for Violet. Yeah. Yeah, Violet. She probably crawls out from my, yep. Starts to then uh, crawl out from under the cowl, uh, and then it starts to squeak, and then uh, it's it. I think with its cute little clawed uh, leather arm wing, starts to uh, claw at I think somewhere above its cork face, uh, as if it was trying to rub something out of its eye, uh, and then sort of um, you see and feel Varsha it a, a spike of energy as the um, uh, not like energy, like I'm being electrocuted, like spike of happiness and, and positive yeah, energy yeah. from the body language of this, uh, much like a a, a, a pet uh, seeing his owner for the for the first time after a long time away. As And then it starts to crawl down off of your arm. Uh, it tries to flap and then f uh, probably due to its hibernation or not flying for very long, uh, it tries to catch its balance and its wing or its, its flight path as it sort of falls for a moment and Jet, you hear, start to hear the familiar squeaks of the cork nose of Violet as Violet lands uh, on your chest and like haphazardly lands on your face uh, and your chest as it then tries to find uh, purchase um, as Violet uh, sort of lands and 
I shoot Smith and Varsha a look and kind of shake my heads briefly and then say, "Uh, Smith, drop the spell. He's confused. Still staring at this person with the flail. And who are they? I don't know, but they brought him here. I don't think they can speak, but they know some hand symbols. Stuff that other members of the Entente told me a while ago. I don't know that well, but I know enough. I must use verbal components. The head under the mask starts to nod. I'm assuming that the mask that they're wearing is like a prison mask to prevent him from speaking. Great assumption, but it is not. It is uh, okay. It, 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 you, uh, what a great little. I just assumed it was like a. Thank you, but yeah, no, that verbal is not, mage or something. Yeah, okay. it is. It is. Um, no, but now I have to write that down because that's sweet. Um, but no, this um, is uh, not one that you've seen or would recognize as sworn being used for that. This looks like it is ramshackled. Uh, it looks a lot like the same one that Scars was wearing when you met Scars. Okay. Uh, so this is ago. potentially one of the like noble hunters. Because there are multiple, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, part of the faceless is what they called themselves. Uh, yeah. Also, Iron Grin uh, and Steel Iron Smile. Iron Grin. Was that's also the name I was thinking name. of. Yep. That's what I know. Mm-hmm. And, Looks uh, like an Iron Grin. I I just glance over, see the mask. I recognize the mask, because I recognized it on the other guy too, and I say looks like an iron grin and i turn my focus immediately back to jet the body sort of puffs up a bit ready for some sort of response as if something's gonna happen watches smith watches you but then goes back to smith i think it also recognizes that smith it's like game recognizing game they sort of understand that they don't trust each other and that's sort of what's happening here as Mm -hmm. Happens. Yeah, you hurt. You fucked up. Hey. No, no, no. Okay. I glance down at the missing hands, but then just check that he doesn't look like he's actively like bleeding out or anything. My my arms are tucked inside my sleeves. So we moment. can't see that you, okay. So only Ty would know, but otherwise you two yeah. would not. Okay, all right. Yeah, I could totally just see Jet 100% trying to hide this for as long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's so sad, okay. 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 Uh. Hey, we're, we're here now. You're okay. Smith. We gotta go. The, the circle. The, uh, the figure grunts and then holds up a stubby finger towards his, its the mouth of where the mouth of this mask would be and just sort of a reminder to try to keep it quiet. Sort of gestures towards the windows that are open and the people or the person maybe walking by with a torch. 
Doesn't look like it's sworn, but you do see, I think, light scatter in for a moment across the floor as uh, the dust from here has been disturbed from all of you moving around and the ash that is here sort of, you can, it's, it creates these god rays through the window of someone passing by with maybe a lantern. Not necessarily someone looking for anything, but just someone using the road as intended. Um, a late night traveler as I, I would assume you all all hush for a moment as the light I sort of passes by. Would not have left where I was sitting. Of course, yeah. He guessed my name, but how do I know that you are who you say you are, you two who came? How do I know that this is not still just some elaborate trick? You took my scar away for about a couple of hours. Back when we first met. I immediately go in to hug him, but yeah, I... Vasha? Yeah, I'm here. Are you okay? Violet dances out of the way so you can come in to embrace. I don't know. It's okay. It's okay. You're okay now. We didn't for a second stop coming for you, okay? I believe you. We got her as fast as we could, Jet. I put our foreheads together and I've just got my hand on the back of his head and I'm just like in a really close embrace with him. I don't move. Yeah. Okay. I think at this point, um, you hear Smith, you watch this happen, but you all hear the clatter of a chain as the handle drops to the ground and the uh, uh, the armored mask of this uh, of this dwarf drops the flail's handle, so it's just sort of in a pile in that doorway, and then backs away for a moment, and then interlocks um, their small fingers and just sort of gesture toward Jet in your direction, Smith, as if like, go ahead. I mean, we're not gonna, not, not go ahead, but I mean like, I'm unarmed. If you, if you want to approach, you may. He's trying to build trust. Um, and if you want, you can incite that, but that's what, his, that's, what his, uh, that's what his intention is with dropping, or at least that's what you see. He drops the, um, that mace and then sort of backs away from it. Yeah, um, I'm, I'll make an insight sure. check then. Mm-hmm. I like how Smith came in there for a second and then went back to his character, which is really dope. Um, okay, 15. It's up to you, whether whatever, up to your DM brain, what that means. But my intent as my NPC, he would like you to trust him at least for this moment. He's not trying to, uh, he seems tr truthful. But how truthful Smith believes is up to you. With a 15. Mm. 
Do not reach for that again. A long pause. Mask. Nods. Jet. Yes. This moment the dwarf makes his way over towards a burned uh, three-legged stool and tries to waddle up onto it, and then the three legs would make it tip, so it tips towards the bar, and what's left of the bar is where <laughs> the third leg that's missing is leaning the hole and the dwarf up against the bar as the dwarf tries to find comfort. This person helped you escape? I think so. I, I do not know who they are, but yes. That is very peculiar. And the uh, the clatter of uh, the dwarf sort of landing and off of this, or maybe pushes away from the uh, the uh, the bar, and the three legs sort of fall. So now the uh, the stool has sort of fallen horizontally, and he slides and catches himself, and uh, with that grunt goes, and then uh, through a doorway um, right next to the hearth, he goes and opens up, and there's a dark cellar that then starts to sign something. Um, and Ty, you interpret is as, um, there's a lot of words you didn't get, but what you received was too dangerous. He says it's too dangerous. To talk. To talk. If you want to talk, talk down here is pretty much what he said, but broken. So like, this is a safer spot for you all to catch up. Is what he's I look like. over at, at Jet and then stand up, walk towards Smith. Drop the fucking face, Smith. He's confused enough. Then I walk past him and then I send a message to the dwarf, if I can, the spell message. Yeah. You got a name? Lean in Briar. How did you get him out? I have my wings. Why? Have you heard of the Iron Grin? Yeah, a little bit. That's me. You just bust people out for what reason? Well, lifts up the mask, you can see a uh, there is no beard, there is no hair, there are no eyebrows, um, but instead there are scars that wrinkle across the face of this dwarf. Uh, the dwarf also opens up uh, his mouth, and you see that there are lips that are missing, uh, and a tongue that has been, uh, that is missing as well, as he lifts it up for a moment. Uh, he then fastens it back and says, I... They burned out my tongue with tongs from my father's forge. They wanted to silence me. They locked me in my smithy with my family. 
and they set it on fire. They burn what I have. They wanted to destroy me, but they did not know that fire cannot kill a dwarf. I emerged from the ashes a new man and a new weapon, and I swore an oath. I will help those who have suffered as I do. Okay. <laughs> if there was a staircase still here, and you could walk up it, into that room at the back, you'd find a little crib. It was mine. Oh. Yeah. Same story. Seems we're on the same side. This man... You're Points to the wrist. I am. So is he. The other two used to be sworn. They're with us now. We came to get him, but... I mean, we found you, so... What do you suggest? You know what they did to him? Put off his hands. Maimed him. Like me. Still signing, I think, during this, too. And his words seem to also... match. Name is... Lame. Ember. Iron. As he continues to. Actual also, sign language. As he continues to sign all of this. Or should I say thieves can? Okay. We'll try and move him into the tunnels. Uh, it's not safe. got away we can move ourselves we know a spell teleportation circles we've got a safe place but I don't know how we get him there I don't want to freak him out too much after what he's been through I'll do it carefully the message sort of stops and then he just gestures towards the hole yeah give us five yeah as long as you need keep an eye on the street I turn around and head back into the room slides the mask back on and then goes up the stairs um, the stairs that you mentioned as they creak um, then he you I think you both you jet I'm sorry, Ty would have probably noticed and uh, realized that that was a loud squeak. And then uh, also he the same as he then starts to crouch and then start to take his time as he goes up these stairs um, and then makes his way up towards and you hear floors, old floors creaking above, but not step, 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 more like step, large leap, step, step, like he knows the area and he knows the weak points as some of the floors bow and break, and even a plank of charred wood jostles a moment, as um, not much sound is made, but a lot of weight is being uh, um, 
uh, handled by these planks. Uh, what did he say his name was? Lane, L-E-I-N, Ember Iron. And for those who are playing the home trivia game, this is Ratch's character. So um, from 10 years ago, Ratch made this character and he was he was like nervous about role playing. So he made this entire backstory why he wouldn't need to speak. And I was like, that's fucking Oh sick. my God, <laughs> yeah. it's so good. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> yeah, so now this character exists. Uh, of course and, it's Ratch. Uh, this, uh, it, now Ratch that you say that, brother, it's like it's got such a fucking vibe. It's got <laughs> right? it's so good. A, yeah, Ratch is my twin brother who helped me come up with a lot of stuff around Evervale and played in the first couple of... But yeah, this is one of the characters that we never really got to see a lot of the story. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring him in. We'll see what happens. We'll see how people interact. with him. Anyway, that's him. So yeah, Lane Ember Iron. I move into the room with the others in. And I get pretty close and hunker down. Right, he's, uh, I don't know what he is exactly. He said his name was Lane Ember Iron. They did him in, same as they did all of us in. And uh, I think this is what he does. He gets back at them, saves people when he can. We need to get out of here. Going to drop, going to drop my disguise now, and going to put a hand on Jet's shoulder and lean down by his ear. And as I do so, I say to his ear, Jet. You are not broken. <sighs> okay. And even if you were, your friendship helped to fix me. I would do the same for you. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Anything can be fixed. You taught me that. <laughs> Okay. You are and not broken. He says, okay, that time I will pull our foreheads apart and kind of just like let go of him a little bit. I'm still right there with him, but sounds like he wants to try to get up. Are we leaving? Need to move into the tunnels underground. It's not safe here. Okay. I'm gonna get you out of town. Take you back to the academy. Okay, I can move. Are you all right? I. 
can be fixed. You said so. So I'm okay. Follow I me. Exchange a glance with Smith. I don't know if we have standard procedure for what we do to alchemists or like if we would assume that his hands would be taken or what violence was done upon him, but we know something happened to him. Yeah, you um, would remember that the punishment usually reflects the crime. Yeah, that's... Alchemists and, and alchemy and what has happened with Jet's parents was a little different. Okay. Uh, they were publicly submerged. Nasset. Nasset. So I think immediately you would, and it could be during that time you are pressing your head against his, looking for any... Acid. Yeah, yeah. acid burns or skin damage or anything, and don't see much. Uh, yeah, or I don't actually much, you don't think... See any. I don't think I would look during that time. Sure. I would be entirely focused on Jet during that time. Sure. But now, probably but now glancing at that. him. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I'm just checking him over. Mm -hmm. um, okay. There would be no acid damage visible. Right. Stay right behind Ty. I'll be right behind you. And I look to Smith to go ahead and lead the way. Let's go. Okay. What is the plan? Tunnels out? Yeah. Towards the tunnels? Okay. Yes. Uh, you make your way, I think the... For some reason, it could be the sounds, or if you're being super quiet, it could be the shuddering of the building, uh, and potentially Lane heard it, but Lane makes his way down the stairs as well. You see a creak, or you hear a creak, as uh, that same stair once again uh, creaks as he makes his way down, but um, that heavy footfall uh, sort of make its way over toward you in the darkness um, as Lane's there, and Lane, uh, sort of looks over at Utai and starts to sign. Go ahead and make me an insight. 18. Um, it seems like with his communication, he is trying to signal that he can lead you out with these tunnels and also i think asks at the end of it do you know the way uh, i've used them a couple of times but you lead the way uh, a slow nod and then um uh on uh, unsurprising dwarf behavior as a leg slides into the uh, cellar door and sort of brushes and pushes whoever was first out of the way as <laughs> this uh, dwarf makes a, a grunting noise as it slides 
and catches its footing on the uh, the cellar stairs. As then it looks, uh, they look up at you and give a, uh, a, um, a seasoned gesture. As then they wait for all of you to follow behind. These tunnels, if led, I think you've taken these tunnels before uh, tide, but these tunnels usually, the ones that you have taken, bring you toward Galfish. Is that where you intend on going? Um, and I said we toward, start. so not necessarily right, right. in Galfish. Um, so yeah. like you can probably pop out somewhere and head to Dead Grove if you, if, Dead Grove if you wanted to. Um, that's completely up to you. Um, you can. I think on the you have creative the, freedom of these tunnels and such. After we you start following him. Back. Oh, thank you. I uh, I nudge Smith and say, "Where do we need to go? The circle." I just need to make sure that we can get to. <sighs> The academy. Um, they know. have to go to Dead Grove. Who? What? They know. <laughs> they they know. Who knows what? I'm sorry. They 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 know. I don't remember how much they know, but they know. The academy, you. Hi. Uh, what? Well, what we did? I just I hug him again because I I know what has happened. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's okay. I I I tried. I don't know how much they know. You did, you did great. I hope so. You did? I have no doubt in my mind. <laughs> I just shoot a very angry, vengeful glance at both Smith and Ty. Sorry. Don't apologize. You did great. I'm yeah, sorry we didn't get here sooner. No. <laughs> we'll get you out. We'll plan something else. Doesn't matter what they know. <laughs> okay. We've always worked against them, and they've always known more than we did. Nothing changes. <laughs> okay. In fact, they might head towards the academy now. We might be able to use the information. They still can't kill okay. you. It's okay. It's uh, okay. I, I don't know how long it has been. Would uh, we be able to get there before them? I don't know. Uh, yeah, we can. Um, Smith can use the circle. We just okay. have to get to Dead Grove. Yeah. I look at the dwarf as soon as Smith says Dead Grove. holds up a hand. And then nods. 
work its way there. And then the dwarf uh, pushes past you uh, without saying anything, and I think just starts to bowl through uh, the line, and then um, back towards the way you came, turns, and then just tells you <laughs> you've got to backtrack a bit. Um, but also, you see in the tucked in their belt is the uh, face render, this uh, mace or the the flail with the sheets of metal bolted as it sort of uh, dangles up and around as uh, it's tucked into their belt as they're of uh, grunt and wave you this way as you backtrack a bit toward the tunnels toward whence you came uh, and then take a turn off of the path you've walked uh, toward a new path as you all begin to follow this stranger of uh, the same uh, make and mold, as all of you, it seems. Um, the tunnel then leads to a misted place about half a day's trip of walking. Leads you to a hill just north of Dead Grove. The uh, cliffside here is, or the hillside here is covered in that mist that we've seen time and time again when we make our way into uh, Dead Grove. As uh, it opens from it opens from the uh, hillside, I think it's a an old storm drain near an old forgotten road. The storm drain is missing its bars; it's pushed over onto the side as uh, out from this dugout of this hill emerges Lane, as Lane looks around. And then Lane stops you all and then heads you back into, uh, into the tunnels once again, as Lane is seeming to remember, uh, as that was not the place. As uh, you start to find and feel your way through another couple hours go by, but you start to recognize this cavern and this crevice that you were a part of, uh, that you used before to get into the Crypt of Grendane, and lead you to the opening, or at least uh, the rocky footfalls and handholds with the Entente Wax Seal uh, on each of the handholds that lead up, the, uh, up into where you once traversed. Up ahead or up top, you would notice that the same smells of the same uh, moisture precipitation uh, and the same area is reminding you of that exact place you were uh, an episode ago, back in the uh, Crypt of Grundane. As uh, Lane looks up, and sort of slaps the, the, the uh, cliffside here, and then looks over toward you. All right, that's not the right uh, music. As uh, I am out of focus, as uh, Lane then gestures, this is it. You wanna come with us?
Um, who killed the God King? King. Eventually. Absolutely, yes. But I mean right now. We're going to a place. We've been trying to do pretty much what you've been doing. Spelkin. There's a hideaway. A place where I don't think they can find us. But if they have found us, might be able to use a man like you. The mask tips up, and for those who haven't seen uh, Lane's face before, you see, um, I think, just the bottom half as it tips up in this direction. Um, you just see the bottom half of a lipless dwarf, um, and um, there are no, there is no tongue, or at least it, it looks like it struggles to move, um, as um, you also see these rivulets of scarring up the chin of the bottom half of the dwarf's face as it lifts up the mask for a moment, and spits into its fingerless gloves, uh, into their fingerless gloves, and then lowers the mask, uh, and then turns, and then starts to climb up the rock wall that it led you to, that he led you to. I look at the other two, and then glance at Jet, and then back to them. How are we going to get him up there? Can I cast the spell that I've been waiting to do forever? Yeah, probably gonna rub it in Jet's face, but yeah, sure, yeah, totally. Okay, Dimension Door. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, but we were gonna do it like, um, because it happened after she went through the portal mm -hmm. and it was all voidy and weird. So mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. we're gonna, I think I want it to be the same as that, where it's like we kind of just. And yeah. space, hold space and time, and go together. So but it, I can bring. What does it look like as you prepare and us. do this? Um, and could you spam it in the chat so I can just think. Yeah. Give it a glance. Oh, there it is. Uh, you teleport mm -hmm. from your current location to any other spot within range. Um, 200 feet straight downward or upward. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. And uh, you can bring along objects. Sure. Yeah. Also bring one willing creature. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so I think, yeah, I just, um, I think I reach out and I, uh, rub the upper back area of jet, just gently, like, I'm going to take us up there. You ready? Uh, oh, okay. How? And then I will show him That's actually, okay, because cool. I think, no, because I think my first urge is to is just to do, do it, it but, but I know yeah. he likes magic yeah. and he's very interested in it, yeah. so... I'm going to show him. Um, so I probably just, I'll bend my fingers like this, kind of like I'm folding a piece of paper for those listening. Mm -hmm. um, and when I do that, you see the area around my fingers bending and moving, <laughs> kind of like the spoon in the matrix. Yeah, exactly. I'll do that. And then uh, I'll separate my fingers and then pull them together. And basically I 
right. shoop, bend the space. And then when I the unfold fold. it, we're on the other side. Yeah. yeah. So the first fold is to you to like grab reality. Mm -hmm. And the second mm -hmm. one is the spell. So yeah. and then that is. Yeah, I just wanted to show him basically what I was doing. And then, and yeah. And yeah. Show me you have working fingers and hands. And as you, as you yep. uh, go and uh, time and uh, a void melts for a second, but then you are standing as you sort of are watching uh, Varsha's hand for a moment, jet, it closes, it opens and then closes. And then you sort of look around and you are at the top of this precipice. There's a cliffside underneath a river uh, down below or a small stream where your friends were standing. You could recognize that. There is uh, a five-foot gap to a hallway that continues into a more five-foot broken gaps of, off of this uh, crevice or this fissure. And then behind you is a large doorway that looks like it's been masoned and cut and a sunlight of some sort is sort of spraying in through this room and these climbing vines and vegetation are also filling that space as you are greeted with um, this like fresh air. Um, still smells a little weird, uh, almost like, I don't know, a, uh, uh, a crypt, but um, it is, that is what you see in front of you as uh, below you, you could start to then see a switchback of handholds that have been pocked with, uh, looks like um, letter seals, wax seals um, that have the entente symbol on them. As down below, I think also you see a reflective uh, burnished mask of iron as, it, as the dwarf that's been with you looks down and looks back and then continues uh, to crawl toward you and climb, leaving both Smith and Ty at the bottom. Smith and Ty, uh, you see uh, from Varsha and uh, Jet a fold, almost like a ripple swallows or space, not space, but the space around them itself um, sort of folds in for a moment. And then you hear like this distortion of um, pressure as then you sort of hear whatever response or whatever uh, the rest of whatever the interaction is that happens here between Jet and uh, Varsha, but way up on top of this ledge. Never seen it happen before, but Varsha knew she could do it. Oh. I think it had something to do with um, when we went through the portal. Something weird happened to me. I, I, I just felt like I could sense all directions as if they were tangible. Okay. I see. Well, on the contrary, no, I do not. That's not science, Miss Vasha. But anyway, uh. Well, could it be? Maybe? Just maybe a science we don't understand yet? Like a. If you move your hand in front of a flame. You know, you can burn yourself, but sometimes you can move it, right? Varsha, make me sometimes it'll, check. Sometimes right. it'll bend and move around you, right? I, I see. Six. Well, let's not hope it is quite the same as fire. 
Why? Well, you wouldn't want to be burned now, would you? No, I guess not. Regardless. You? All of you never cease to amaze me. It's the same for you, Jet. I feel the same way about you. I'm not so sure. If I have many of those days ahead of me. You do. It just probably doesn't seem like it right now. <laughs> no, I, uh... I, I should not do that to Mr. Smith. I... It can't be fixed. It can be fixed. Smith, I'll do you. Jet, make me an arcana as well. Nine. Thank you. Nice. Jesus, six upside down. <laughs> uh-huh. Just like how planar travel intended. Nice. I'm uh, climbing up. I don't know which way's up. Okay, cool. All right. Um, as you make your way up, you do not even make a roll here um, because if you fall, you'll just do it again. All right, yeah, so you make your way up. Uh, and as you do... Uh, waiting at the top is Jet and Varsha, and now also uh, an out-of-breath dwarven Elaine Ember Iron. <sighs> you could hear him breathing and panting under the under the iron mask. <clears throat> As sort of gestures, and then um, tells you to follow. Um, Let's go. As you, I think he also starts to read that you are more confident in this area as you all just sort of make your way up and through Grendane and into the fogs of Dead Grove uh, and toward the... Spell circle. Spell circle, yeah. I'm just trying to think if anything else happens on that. Uh, okay, as you make your way toward the spell circle, go ahead and make me a... I don't know what role this would be. Um, make me a survival as you try to find your way back to the spell circle. Sorry, which check? What are we doing? This is a survival for um, oh. for Smith. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. 13. Yeah, you're able to guide people back the way that you needed to. Uh, you traced your steps back to that old tree where scars, you met scars, uh, and then you uh, find and retrace back to that the, the marble block that has the embossed, um, the engraved spell circle within it. You. I assume. I am. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna just kind of glance at everyone and um, say, "Be prepared, just in case." The um, lane looks around, sort of uh, uncertain about what's about to happen, um, never really noticing this before, um, this landmark. Um, as take it away. I'm going to begin to um, 
etch the runes for the circle sure. to the academy. A couple moments pass by as these uh, runes are starting to be uh, etched and filled as uh, the circle starts to radiate to life. As you are then all uh, taken out of uh, taken out of Dead Grove, as you do, going to uh, roll my Arcana check. I need you to roll your Arcana, and everybody with, involved as well. With I'm inspiration, I have my yeah. still have inspiration. That's I'm a great idea. It. This feels like an important one. Yep, and I'm just going to bring us back to this cam so we can take a look. Twenty-five. Sure. Everyone who is a part of this, roll me an arcana. I rolled a four. Is part of this? That's part of this as in traveling, like traveling within. Fourteen. Mm-hmm. Seven. Cool. Okay. As you disappear from Dead Grove. We will end the episode there, but not before we go back in time to a... We're back in Evervale. If I can bring us there. We are back in... Evervale. Uh, the camera fades out for a moment. It fades back in on dark, cavernous uh, corridor. Uh, polished stone, etched, or um, cut and masoned in cubes are scattered or placed. Uh, across the floor here, tiling it and draped it with uh, wine-stained purple uh, rugs and tapestries. The... Hold on, I lost my place. The chamber is large. Um, the, the camera catches the footsteps of an armored soldier, uh, one that we would recognize, or Jet would recognize as the person uh, from that block, um, from that executioner's block earlier on. They stand before a dark chamber and they begin to speak. My almighty king, my liege, my god, my lord, I stand before you today with a glimmer of hope, for I bring news of salvation. Our crusade, though faltering, may yet be salvaged. The prisoners have been freed, their shackles broken by the enemy, 
Our canals, the lifeblood of our cities, have been destroyed. And in the mountains, our mines have caved in, leaving our worlds trapped and our resources depleted. But there is still hope, my king. I have learned the blacksmith has uh, possesses the information we need to rebuild Walden. With these canals, trade can continue, and our city will not suffer the strangulation of overconsumption. Without trade flow, our kingdom will suffer far too many consequences. And my concern for you, my lord, remains unchanged. I fear for your health. For the affliction that plagues you, I see the shadows under your eyes, the pallor of your skin. I see the way you move, slow and unsteady as if the weight of the crown is too much to bear. I've heard the rumors, the whispers. They say you're not well, that you are changed. And I fear they may be catching on. I beg you, Lord. Let me help you. Let me find a cure for this affliction. A way to break the curse. Let me find a way to turn the tide against losing this crusade. I will not rest until you are well again. Until you are the man I have known and loved and served. I am your knight. I am your loyal sworn. I am Creighton of the Honor Guard. And I'll do whatever it takes to save you and our kingdom. There is silence in this chamber. And an uncomfortable length of time continues as my king. Um, God King, Rolthain, do you not hear me? And almost as if on cue, the door behind opens, swinging into, spilling light into this dark, cavernous chamber as sworn guards start to march in. Oh. Rolthane, this isn't what I'm saying. Please. God King, you can't be doing this. This is not... This is not good for the... See, I, I am the best thing you have if we are going to lose. If we are going to... We're going to lose if we... If we are... Let go of me. That's an order. As the... Honor Guard Captain, Lord Creighton, is dragged off out of the castle and toward a fate, a public fate of treason in front of the people of Evervale.
The camera darkens and fades for a moment. But then opens back onto a pair of sticks bathing in moonlight left at the seat of where Jet was sitting. A smash cut of the party moving through the cavern as we focus on the side of Ty where he is missing his weapons of choice. I am never going to remember, thank you. I'm Every never going to remember time. that the ending credits also Do it again. All right. Sorry about that. I was saying, and that's the, anyway, it's just the best way for me to mask the fact that I hate shoutouts. Anyway, uh, thanks for being here, everybody. This was awesome. We're going to uh, go around and uh, chatter a bit and decompress about the episode. Let's start with Varsha, PB. Hi, I'm Pumpkinberry. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Pumpkinberry. I'm playing through Medical Gear Solid right now, and I'm not crying because the game I'm playing is fucking badass as hell, and you should come and check it out. And I'm here on Tuesdays where I uh, GM Kingmakers, which you should come and watch because it's gotten crazy. And that's it. That's all I'm going to say about that. Go do it. Go watch it. Yeah. And Star Wars. And that's it. And Star Wars. Uh Mm -hmm. Thank you, BB. Thank you, Whack. Hi, everybody. I'm Mike Steven. I played Smith for you today. Thank Wait, you so much. Wait, stop. So sorry to interrupt you, but that Brrr. fucking slow voice change was one of the coolest things I've ever dope. fucking seen. It was so good. It, it, I, it, you made it seem like it hurt you or like you were physically transitioning your vocal cords. It was awesome. Sorry was to dope. interrupt it you. Really awesome. It Thank was so you. fucking I was good. Try- I was trying to do it because Smith was in pain because he was switching back and it hurts every time. Um, so good that came across. It was so good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It was uh, fucking wow. One of the coolest things I've seen in a while. Thank you. Um, I played Smith for you today. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching. As always, make sure you are checking out Myth's uh, Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/Spellwind, to go support this show. He's put a lot of work into it, and uh, anything you can do to help support would be fantastic. Um, thank you so much for being here. As always, we appreciate you. Thank you. And, um, if you want to see some more stuff that I do tomorrow, we've got Ashes of Eriador, which is the Lord of the Rings inspired show that we do here on Table Story that PB and Meyer are both in. Um, and it should be, it should be a very interesting day tomorrow. Uh, so I highly recommend that you check it out. Um... And uh, on Mondays, we've got 100 Club, and um, that is a dark sci-fantasy comedy-type show uh, that we are very much into the um, very serious uh, story part. You should check that out on Monday. And, yeah, that's all I got. Uh, Meyer, you go next. Yeah. Uh, Thank hi, you, buddy. my name is... <laughs> Great work today. All right, Meyer, your turn. My name is Meyer. I played Jet today. Uh, and what a day it's been. What day? Or has it? 
<laughs> what day is it? Hmm. Wednesday, I think. But uh, but yeah, like uh, I'll leave you guys to uh, to think about stuff that happened. But I mean, like you know, Jet's been through a lot. You know, a lot of psychological trauma. You know, all that. You know, he's been like, uh, how do you say, trapped inside some other world. You know, like uh, hiding from green creatures and being plagued by, you know, uh, whoever that lady is and her army of, yes, of, of, of what of an whack. asshole. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Anyway, thank you for watching, everybody. You can find me at twitch.tv forward slash Meyer. Um, I do, like, uh, video game news coverage, that kind of stuff. And uh, also, we play Star Citizen, or at least try to. Anyway, that's me. Thank you for watching. Uh, Brad! Hello there. I'm Brad. I played Ty. This was both amazing and awful. <laughs> thank you. And I don't have uh, a lot more to say about it than that there were so many good moments in it like if i was watching this as a tv show i'd be like this was fucking a great episode but since i was in it and experiencing it it was horrific and i wanted to cry <laughs> about 17 times and that's okay um but uh yeah man there was a lot of stuff that that dropped in it so it was really cool um and i look forward to seeing what do i look forward to it i don't know if i look forward to it but i do look forward to it in, in a way to seeing what we do once we get Jet back and and what the um what the sworn have actually figured out and whether yeah. they know where we are and stuff it's a lot it's weird mm. um i've been playing kingdom come deliverance on my channel um which is a knight based game but there's no magic or anything in it so you just play a, a dude sworn. uh a, a sworn yeah but without magic <laughs> without magic yeah he's a good guy um and that's me so that's it i'm gonna go and cry now okay thank you thank you for crying off screen thank you so much brad uh and thank you everyone the perfect thing it's <laughs> i said off screen <laughs> and i love it thank you so much uh thank you everybody this cast you're all amazing um i i was talking to meyer earlier today and also the cast being like i don't know if i have anything for today and then meyer was like you know it's okay i trust the process and i was like that's exactly a great phrase trusting the process I trust the process too. Let's have a great show. Um, so it's just really dope um, being able to uh, play with all of you and to like, I know that I'm in good hands with each and every one of you when it comes to setting a scene or even leaving the scene for a moment, be like, they got this. Um, it's just really great. So thank you for all of, uh, today was great. It was great, blah, 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 all the stuff. I was and really- And character is cool. And Ratch's character, yeah, bringing Ratch's character so is, good. is uh, yeah, Lane yeah, yeah. Imbarayan. And uh, yeah, being able to sign uh, as a dwarf is one cool, but also being like this really barbaric type, like, oh, you're a rogue with a flail? That's pretty dope and scary. Um, anyway, um, really dope character. And uh, you all have dope characters. This is a lot of fun. I can't wait to play more, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to keep talking. Uh, switching gears to my actual shout out. Um, I'm Mythomatic. You can follow me, mythomatic.tv. Uh, and I am doing a Valheim playthrough right now. It's permadeath. Uh, and I'm also doing a troublemaker mod. So you can, uh, there's an extension on my panel where you can spend bits and uh, spawn stuff and try to kill me. So uh, I'm in the middle of making a riverboat and chat's been super kind so far. So you can make that not happen and um, ruin the whole run if you want. That's available for you. Um, I'll maybe be doing that tomorrow, but I also, I do need to do at some point a GM turn for this How game. How many HP does your Shield of Guilt have? 
because my mom has like I don't know <laughs> my thousand. Shenmue? Yeah, is your uh, it can't be more than a thousand. It can't be no, no. In reference to what into into the whole thing with Jet's character last week or in my Valheim? Play? Never mind. Never mind. Whoosh. All right, perfect. <laughs> uh, and uh, All right, bye. And I and I can and I um, am inept with social cues. So the uh, I am. Uh, doing that, and I have to do. I've got to do a, a GM turn at some point about the the, the the pieces that move in the background of this world. So if you want to check that out, follow me on Twitch uh, and Twitter, and I will let you know when I'm doing one of those. So you can come by, ask questions, and help me move some of the political pieces around this map because things have changed and uh, story is uh, progressing at a pretty rapid rate. Uh, thanks everybody. Be well. Take care of yourselves and all that goodness. Uh, tomorrow, Ashes of Eriador. Be there, or don't. Please be there. Am I right? Is it tomorrow? It's right. It's tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Anyway, I'm embarrassed. Bye, everyone. Bye. And now the audio is out. Wait, no, now it is.